Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm so glad you're here. Green smoothies. If you make them the way everyone else does, chances are they're not very good for you. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. There's four reasons they're not good for you. But most importantly, today on Ask Wardy, I'm gonna show you the right way to make green smoothies so they are healthy for you and so they fix those four problems. Today I'm answering this question from Michelle D. She asked me to give more information, the actual recipe on my green smoothies because she saw me mention it in an email and replied back and said, hmm, I'd like to know exactly what you do with all those superfoods and everything you put in it. So Michelle D, thanks for your question. I'm really happy to be answering it today. I'm gonna to show you the exact formula. It's very flexible, but you're gonna get the basic points so that you can make a healthy green smoothie um, using real foods, and I also include some superfoods. And Michelle, to say thanks for your question that I'm answering on the air, I'm giving you a free gift. And so our team is already in contact with you to make sure you get your free mini e-course. If you'd like to refer to this recipe exactly or a lot of the notes about what I'm taking today, even the transcript, be sure to go to askwardy.tv and look for episode 132. So there are four big problems with the green smoothies you see everyone else making, and here they are. First, they're high in oxalates. Now oxalates or oxalic acid is present in dark leafy green vegetables and some other vegetables. And the problem with it is that it binds with minerals and prevents you from absorbing and using the minerals in that meal where you find oxalic acid present. So spinach, for instance. Spinach, which is a key ingredient in green smoothies, is high in oxalic acid. Now it's also high in iron. Iron's fantastic, but the oxalic acid prevents you making use of that iron. So what's the point of eating the spinach? Because of that oxalic acid. All right, problem number two. The typical green smoothies are high in sugar. Did you know that most green smoothies people are eating are 40 to 60% fruit? That's a lot of sugar. And we have an epidemic of diabetes and prediabetes and people that are just sensitive to high starches and high carbs. And so we really need to keep that sugar level down. Number three, they don't contain complete protein. So protein is really, really important. We need it for our muscles and so much more. And we really should be having some protein at every meal. And all foods contain a little bit of protein, but it may be incomplete. That's because protein is made of essential amino acids. And in a food that is a complete protein, it has all the essential amino acids there. But foods like fruits and vegetables and things that are commonly found in green smoothies, they only have a few of the amino acids, so they aren't considered complete. That's a big problem. Problem number four, the typical green smoothies don't contain any fat. Again, what are they usually made of? Just veggies and fruit. 
no fat. We need healthy fats. It helps us with our mental focus. Our brains need fat. Uh, there's so many ways that fat works in our body. And one big way really is to help us feel sated and full so we last longer between our meals. Fat also helps with digestion. So we really need fat. So my green smoothies solve those four problems. So the first one I told you about was oxalates. So the green smoothies we're gonna make today is low in oxalates. So the way we do that actually is instead of using raw dark leafy greens, I steam them because the oxalates go into the water and drain that and then freeze them in what we call these spinach pucks, or this one's actually made of kale. So I have a kale puck here where I've previously removed the oxalates by steaming. Now you can also remove oxalates in um, the vegetables that it contains through fermenting. And so I have an example here of this fermented kale powder from Perfect Supplements. So if you don't wanna bother with making your own um, spinach or kale pucks, use this fermented kale powder because fermenting has also reduced the oxalic acid. And what that ensures is that you get all the minerals, all the nutrition from those dark leafy greens without the downside. Second, my green smoothies are low in sugar and that's because we're reducing the starches and the fruits. So I may use like a fourth of an apple and a small to medium sized carrot and a limited amount of berries. I'm not loading it up with tons of pineapple and mango and blueberries, we're keeping the load down. Now it does affect the taste if you leave it just at that. So I do sweeten to taste with liquid stevia and that way you can balance out the acidic and the bitterness of everything and end up with a good tasting smoothie that doesn't have all the sugar content. If you don't know already, stevia is a sweet tasting herb that doesn't have sugar and I will include a link to a previous Ask Wardy where I talked about stevia. Number three, protein. Well, a very simple way to add protein to your smoothies is to use something like my homemade Instant Pot Raw Milk Yogurt. Yogurt is a significant source of protein, and so we just simply add it to the smoothie. If you don't have or don't have the time to use yogurt, you can use a non-denatured protein powder, and I have a link to a recommended one at the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 132. Number four, healthy fats to provide your brain with what it needs so you can have good focus and do your work well through the day so that you can feel sated and full so you can help stabilize blood sugar levels. We include these in our green smoothies. So I might use the soured cream that rises to the top of my homemade yogurt. I might use coconut oil or MCT oil, by the way. I'll include a link so you can get more information about MCT oil. It's a previous episode of Ask Morty. Or this is a new one to us black seed oil. Um, we found out that it's very, very good for gut health and immunity, so we've started using that in our smoothies. And you'll find links to these at the show notes. So there you have it, the four ways that my green smoothies are better than everyone else's. And in a moment here, I'm gonna show you more about the superfoods we include and actually how to make the green smoothie, the healthy green smoothie that's low in oxalates, low in sugar, contains protein and healthy fats. So let's talk a bit about the superfoods. Number one at the list is one that you've heard many, many times, raw apple cider vinegar. So this is a probiotic food. We heard recently it can really help for detoxification. It can help balance um, your body's pH. It can help with stomach acid. So it's really beneficial and we just put a shot of it in our smoothies. Lemon juice is very similar. It helps with detox, it helps with digestion, and it adds a fresh taste to your smoothie that I can't live without. Beets. 
Now you can add beets in the form of cooked beets, beet juice, or this beet powder from Dr. Cowan's Garden. Beets are wonderful. Um, balancing your body in many ways. They're really, really good for your digestion. They can help with your elimination and more. Collagen. Now this is a complete protein. Sometimes people use this in place of a protein powder. This is from Perfect Supplements. It's a very good brand and a high quality non-denatured collagen powder. The reason I like it the most is because of those essential amino acids that make up a complete protein, collagen contains a high concentration of glycine and glycine is really, really important to detox from glyphosate. Glyphosate is that just tops the list of toxins that are used in our modern agricultural methods. And even if you're buying organic produce, because the organic produce is rained on, it is getting glyphosate because glyphosate is in our water supply. So you cannot avoid glyphosate and this, or the glycine in this can help you with detoxing the glyphosate. Turmeric, definitely a powerhouse herb or spice. You've probably heard it a lot and it has so many benefits, but the one that we love the most is it can help with healing the adrenals. If you're under any kind of stress load, it can be very nourishing for the adrenal glands. Maca, maca has a long list of benefits. Helpful with energy, fertility, mental issues, hormone imbalances, and so much more. We like the black or red maca that comes from the maca team. You can get more info at tradcoatschool.com slash maca, or I have a link for you at the show notes. Okay, let's talk about fiber. Uh, we all have a huge need for fiber. It really helps us with our elimination, doesn't it? And it's very hard, unless you're eating a ton of fruits and veggies, to get enough. I really like to add some psyllium seed husk, and this is the whole seeds husks, to my green smoothies just to provide a little extra fiber in the morning, which is when I do drink my green smoothies. Chia seeds, these are a great source of energy, fat, protein, and fiber. So I typically add this to my smoothies for a little more fiber. Both the psyllium and the chia have powerful thickening properties, so you a little goes a long way, otherwise your smoothie will be a bit too thick. We've been talking about powders, and Dr. Cowan's Garden offers a lot of superfood powders, so I have here burdock root powder, and sea vegetable powder, and they have a lot of different varieties. So be sure to follow the link at the show notes, ask40.tv, episode 132, and you can get more information and kind of pick and choose according to your you know, ailment or what you wanna achieve with your health, what kind of powders you would include in your smoothie. So I know I just covered a lot of superfoods. If you find yourself using the same ones over and over, but dipping into individual bags, be sure to follow the link at the show notes to read about my superfood smoothie mix because you can make a mixture of all your favorite superfood powders. And then instead of dipping into multiple bags, you're really just doing one into your Vitamix. All right, so are you ready to make the smoothie? It's really important to have a high powered blender. This Vitamix is my favorite. We've had it in our family for going on 15 years now. It is my favorite appliance. I don't think I could live without it. And we make smoothies every day plus multiple other things. And so start with a Vitamix if you can. All right, so I'm gonna be putting things into the smoothie in order. The order is important at the very beginning because you want the softer fruits and vegetables and also your liquids at the bottom. Now, the liquids will fall to the bottom no matter when you put them in. The others, the soft fruits and vegetables, need to go in first. This allows the Vitamix to get a good circulation going so that it can blend well. Um, you don't have to use a tamper even, and I'll show you that. So I'm gonna start by putting in quarter of an apple. I don't have to cut these up because the Vitamix is that powerful, 
but if I do cut these up into smaller pieces, then it just means um, Vitamix works that much bigger and I don't have to use the tamper. The tamper is the thing that goes like that. And I prefer not to use it if I don't have to because then it's just more messy. So two to three inch chunk of cucumber that I have cut into pieces. I've got like a half a cup of parsley. It's not chopped at all, it's just cut off the stem. A third cup of berries. Berries are powerful antioxidants. They are also so tasty. And then I've got a stalk of celery. I've got like a small, medium-ish carrot. You can do more. The carrot is one of the starch sources. So if you wanna keep your smoothie low on the sugar, then you'd wanna use less of that. Okay, I'm gonna to toss in my kale puck. I pre-steamed it, drained the water to drain the oxalates, and then I froze that. So handy, and we do have instructions for you if you follow the link um, at this episode's show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 132. Okay, now let's do the liquids. So our juices. I usually start with um, lemon juice, and I put about a third cup. Now, you do have measurement markings on the side, side of the Vitamix. And there are some veggies and fruits down at the bottom that will displace a little bit. So I just kind of eyeball it till it goes to about the half cup mark. So about right there. And that really gives it a fresh taste. So like I was telling you, you can use beet juice or you can use beet powder. If you're gonna use beet powder, then combine it with like a third cup of water because the liquid is gonna be important here for consistency. So that is about a third cup of beet juice, so I won't use the powder. And a splash of apple cider vinegar. And that's it. So if you can see, we've got what's looking like a little more than a cup of liquid here in the bottom, and that's really important when it comes time to blend. So moving on to other things, stevia. I use three dropperfuls. You can go up more if you like it even more sweet, or down if you want your smoothie more tart. And you probably have to adjust depending on what fruits and vegetables and powders you use because everything's gonna give a slightly different taste, as you can imagine. All right, now we do the fats. And so I've got some of this cream from making my homemade yogurt. So I do like a tablespoon of that. And then MCT oil, great for energy. And I just do a bunch like that, I figure it's about a tablespoon. I'm not gonna have this now, but do keep it in mind. Black seed oil, great for your gut. All right, now let's do some powders. So I do like to add additional kale. So this is the fermented kale powder from uh, Perfect Supplements. We do have a coupon to save 10% on anything you buy there. It's TCS10 when you're checking out, make sure to use that. Collagen, love collagen for my skin hair, nails, and especially now to help detox glyphosate. So I do a scoop of that. Chia seeds, you know, like a tablespoon. I do save this scoop that came from something else and I just put it in there. Maca, serving size for most people is a teaspoon or two. Therapeutic would be more, and I just do a teaspoon. It does have a strong flavor. A lot of people don't care for it. A lot of people do though, so go by your taste. Psyllium for fiber. I do a tablespoon of that or so. Turmeric, my husband loves this. 
he wants a heaping tablespoon in his smoothie, but I don't do that. I do about a teaspoon. It has a strong flavor. And now because I add the psyllium seed husk and the chia, I know this is gonna be extra thick. So I'm gonna add a little bit more water. And you can also add water at the end. Okay, now if you were listening to all my ingredients, you know that I haven't yet added the yogurt and I don't add it yet. I actually puree and blend all this really, really well before adding the yogurt. And the reason being that I don't want the end of smoothie to be all frothy. Yogurt can get that way. So I just, you'll see, we're gonna work the yogurt in gently at the end. Okay, see if I can do this backward. So everything is off here. What we're gonna do is turn it on and then I'm gonna just slowly increase the variable speed. This is gonna start chopping the vegetables. And as soon as I can tell that it's getting some good circulation going, and if I went too fast, it would just get stuck. Well, actually the Vitamix doesn't usually get stuck, but I just try to do it efficiently. So wanted to get some good circulation going, then I will finish increasing the variable speed all the way up and flip to high. So turn it on. See, it's circulating pretty well. And now flip, well, this goes all the way up. All right, so that is blended very well now. So now it's time to add the yogurt. Again, this is my Instant Pot Raw Milk Yogurt. It has fermented for 24 hours, so there's no sugar left. All the lactose has been consumed by the culture, and I use a cup to a cup and a half. All right, and now this time, I'm not blending on high. I'm just gonna go on variable speed four-ish, just to work the yogurt in without it getting frothy. Nobody wants to eat a lot of air bubbles, at least in our house. which I do sometimes, this would have a beautiful pink hue. I have a glass straw, aren't those fun? And now here is my smoothie. This makes about a quart. And you can see it's pretty thick. The, the psyllium and chia thicken it up. And now let's taste. Really good. I love the tart from the lemon and apple cider vinegar and the yogurt. I love the flavor of the beets and the fruits and the berries, and I think it's really, really good. So you wanna make sure and consume this within 20 minutes of making it because the vegetables and fruits lose their potency as they sit around. So really best within 20 minutes. Now that the smoothie's done, I wanna talk a little bit about the volume, quantity, and variety of vegetables we're eating. This is a new book to our family that when we heard about it, we ordered it right away. It's by Dr. Thomas Cowan of Dr. Cowan's Garden with all the beautiful vegetable powders. It's called How and Why to Eat More Vegetables. And what we've learned from him is that the general person eats maybe like 10 different kinds of vegetables when really for our health and vitality, we should be having 100 different kinds of plants um, throughout the year. Not every day necessarily, but over the course of a year, have you eaten a hundred different varieties of plants? And it's more important actually to have variety than it is to have volume because every single plant has a different nutrient profile and gives you different phytonutrients. So if you can eat a lot of different herbs and spices, fruits, vegetables over the course of the year, like about a hundred is what we should aim for, 
the better off you'll be. So I highly recommend this book. He kind of explains that idea. He talks about traditional cultures, the paleo diet, the nourishing traditions diet, and he gives practical tips and recipes for getting more vegetables into your life. Um, I have a link for you at the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 132. And I also want to mention that I'm simply in love with Dr. Cowan's powders. And you can save 15% if you use the code Dr. Cowan's Garden, all caps, all one word, when you check out. And you'll find a link to check out uh, visiting the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 132. So there you go, Michelle. That is how I make our superfood green smoothie using all the different superfoods and supplements and fresh foods that I mentioned. I hope you give it a try. Um, it's very flexible. You don't have to use everything I used. You know, use fruits and vegetables as your base. Make sure you have liquids, add some fat, add some protein. The superfoods are completely optional. So do them if you want or not, doesn't matter. But that is a basic formula for doing a green smoothie that's healthy. Low in oxalates, low in sugar, contains healthy fats, and has complete protein and enough of it to make it a meal. Thanks everyone so much for joining me for Ask Wardy. I hope you'll come back again. And if you'd like to hear more about traditional cooking, I'd like to invite you to sign up for your free virtual traditional cooking cupboard. You'll find it online once you register and in it we give you 14 plus free ebooks and a free video series on traditional cooking. And I'd love to give it to you completely free. You can get it at tradcookschool.com slash yours free where yours free is all one word. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you again in about a week. Same time, same place. God bless you all. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me, at TradCookSchool, with your question, and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments, and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.